Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. One is Mark and John's the co-host. They're alive. They are not ghosts. It's Five Cold Screams. It's Five Cold Screams. Nightmare, not a dream. Five cold screams. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Duo Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Mark, I am so excited for our guest this week. Please introduce everybody to our guest. A true multi-hyphenate. He's an actor, writer, comedian. You know him from the podcast, Who Shot Ya? Nerdificent Candy Dinner. And he's all over Twitch. It's Ify Nwadaway. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. That was a song by Outkast. You know, shake it like a Polaroid right, picture. Right, That's right, what they right, don't right. do. Kids mm-hmm. today have no idea what they're talking about oh, yeah. unless they go to Urban Outfitters. <laughs> <laughs> they sell Polaroid cameras there. Oh, yeah. They sell the, in, well, they're not even Polaroid. They're usually the Intax, the, uh, oh, the no. Fujifilm Intax. Which same. I do own. I do have it. Uh, okay. I am a hipster. As <laughs> one of the kids of the You take it out. You take pictures yeah. of girls in flower crowns and you have oh, sunset. Okay. And so. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. I like that we're in the era where, like, I got because I'm real into photography, but I like taking pictures of like buildings and you know landscapes. And so when I you know started picking it back up again, I had to be like, I'm not look, I'm not trying to half naked girls. Like I'm not that guy. I just want I want I want half naked buildings, Uh, uh, half naked plants. Uh, Are you did y'all get in the plants yet? Have y'all got any plants in your place? No. We have three tiny <laughs> succulents that always look like they're on the verge of death. That's it. We're not good I at love it. Succul- I do have succulents that so they never die, which is great, but I always yeah, forget to watch. I'm not I helping them. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my first. <laughs> that's going to be my first step into plant daddom is getting a succulent. Uh-huh. And I'm going to work my way up to a nice good fern you know what just go Ooh. get get one from like trader joe's or home depot because there's these like there's a place in Frogtown that's like a five minute walk from here it's like gentrification plant store where you'll pay a hundred dollars for a plant they probably bought for three dollars but it's in like you know a minimalist pot which what pot <laughs> isn't minimalist thank you very yeah. much 
There are some maximalist pots. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, Ify, it's kind of tied into the movie we're going to talk about. But Ooh. have you ever had like a bad trip? Oh man, I I've I haven't. It's interesting because I haven't had a bad trip to where it was scary, but I had a bad trip to where I looked inward and didn't like what I saw and got very, <laughs> okay. uh, you know, and you start to get self-conscious and you start to worry about right. it. Like it was right in that like nice middle point before I started making money doing comedy. And I, mm -hmm. it was like the midpoint between quitting like my daytime job and now and you just that unsurety hit all at once and i was like staring in the mirror crying like am i gonna make it as <laughs> no. is this gonna be anything am i did i am i a fool uh but in the end you still feel good after those so i never call it a bad <laughs> trip because that's just shit you had to deal with that you just were choosing not to that shrooms were like psych it's time <laughs> oh my god yeah i've never done shrooms because i could I don't know. I get like, sometimes I'll just from marijuana, I'll get like too freaked out. Like I was yeah. one time by myself gotcha. watching The Shining and like, oh, I'm not what? a religious <laughs> or spiritual person, but yeah. watching it, I was convinced like, oh my God, evil exists. Like I felt <laughs> like true evil. Exists. And then like, yeah. I remember calling out to God, if you're here, prove it. Nothing oh, happened. Man. He doesn't like that. He yeah. didn't like it. And then I went oh, yeah. and threw up in the toilet and my vomit splashed back in my face. Oh, oh no. Wow. Oh, so, I think that was your sign. Yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh man. Yeah, that sounds like the worst uh, combination of events. Yeah, but love the shining. Mm. <laughs> still a great movie. Still, still a great up. movie. Funny enough, <laughs> I've seen Doctor Sleep, haven't seen The Shining. I had a good time wow. with Doctor Sleep. Yeah. Because uh because I was doing like a BuzzFeed video and so they sent us to the uh, to the uh to the premiere screening uh, yeah Ooh. hopefully the oh. statute of limitations went by and they <laughs> don't they're like you said you did best. like this uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but but yeah i didn't see it yet i mean like like i look I, look listen i love the aesthetic uh but yeah no i was i wasn't in and then i watched uh dr sleep and i loved it and then I went home and I was like, I got to watch The Shining. And they did that thing where they take it off of all the streaming platforms. Oh, no. And, it's in theaters. Oh, no. and I was like, uh, oh, so I still haven't seen it yet. So I'll probably. They try. were trying to get you to watch the TV version. Yeah. With Steven Weber. Don't have you more. seen <laughs> Have you seen Ready Player One? That also has The Shining in it. Oh, uh, no, I have not seen Ready You're Player One. You're not missing One. anything. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no that's, that's why. Like, because Ready <laughs> Player One seemed like it would be my vibe, and then everyone's like, no, bro. It's garbage. <laughs> nope. Yeah, do not <laughs> waste your time. John, have you had a bad trip? You're, you were a drug head. Uh, yes, I was a drug head. Thank you, Mark. Uh, I did a lot of, I did mostly a lot of tripping at, in college. Um, and I like I did I never tripped that much in New York City because for me I think ideally it's all about like being in nature and being outside. Like one time when I was at Bard, a bunch of us we were theater majors. We had a boombox and we were listening to Hair and we were just like there's like Bard is like right and like on top of a forest. And we we were just like dancing through the forest and literally came across came upon a bonfire that some other people had started but left. So it was just like oh my god, the universe just gave us this bonfire. We just like sang and danced around it. So um, yeah, I did a lot of drugs back then. The last time I did drugs, it was. Uh, like those kind of drugs I was I I just didn't feel I just felt gross and I ended up like staying inside which I never liked doing and watching watching uh, Madonna videos so like that was that, that was, was a typical Saturday for exactly you. yeah <laughs> 
Well, I brought up Bad Trips because we're they're kicking off our Five Cold Screams, which is our month of horror movies. And the first one we're going to talk about that you brought in, if he is Midsummer. John, yes. what's the deal with Midsummer? Uh, Mark, let me tell you the deal with Midsummer. I was written and directed by Ari Aster. It stars Florence Pugh, Jack Rayner, William Jackson Harper, Wilhelm Bloomgreen, uh, Alora Torsha, Archie Madiqui, and Billy Poulter. It follows a group of friends who travel to Sweden for a festival that occurs once every 90 years, only to find themselves in the clutches of a pagan cult. Uh, I hate when that happens. Uh, it was released uh, on July 3rd, 2019 by uh, uh, A24 and it grossed $47 million and received uh, positive reviews from critics, uh, many praising Astor's direction and Pew's performance. And that is the deal with Midsommar. So Ify, we asked you to bring in a horror movie. Why Midsommar? Because uh, <laughs> typically in general, I am not the, a huge fan of horror mm. movies. Not that I dislike them. I just am a scaredy cat. I that see, is I'm a big <laughs> clarification I need to make. Because like, well, cause there are people who are like, I don't like horror movies. I'm like, oh, you're weird. But I typically <laughs> just, uh, I just hate being scared. And like, I, I don't, so I won't push myself to do it. But I've, I will say I'm growing and I've been watching more and more and Ari Aster I've really kind of enjoyed his horror movies specifically because um, he's been, he's been really good at like not doing jump scares. Cause that's what really yes. gets me about horror movies or jump scares. Uh, like you get in right. those and it's like, ugh, you know, I don't, I, I don't, I don't need that. If like, just give me, <laughs> yes. a, you know, it's, you so, don't need that spike. Yeah. Right. So, and, and so I first saw uh, hereditary which mm -hmm. you know and we and we did the whole the whole thing i mean that movie i watched through squinted eyes in dark rooms <laughs> like that was not that was a, a rough one but that's when i kind of first got the taste of his dread because like i, I was my eyes were squinted the whole time because I was waiting for the scary thing to happen right really nothing scary happens until the last small portion of the movie and they do a real good job of letting you know it's about to happen with the <laughs> silence and the and the mm -hmm. violin noises yeah so uh so midsomar i kind of wanted to watch too because it just it just i love like world building i love when you can create this interesting you know craft this interesting world of what's going on and i typically like you know the the trope of like getting wrapped up in a cult or getting wrapped up in a fish out of water situation so i decided to give midsummer a try and yeah the only kind of thing close to the jumpy scares for all the scary cat who might be listening and wondering is like when um uh, when uh uh, I'm gonna uh, when Chidi goes into the yes. book room and someone comes up behind him and gets him, but it's it's less over jump score, more of an action moment. I would right. say. True. Uh, so uh, I think it's definitely a jump scare that you are sort of braced for. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's not, not truly like, out of nowhere. You're like yeah. something's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen. But you just kind of like living. And this one was a movie that I didn't squint through. This was one because I wanted to take it all in because they're they're this cult is so interesting this fake cult and like all the different parts and you kind of know it's going to go south so you're almost drawn in and right. into like the slow build of it all so it, it was it was great um i and and after watching that that was kind of solidified my love for ari aster because i also watched his short uh the thing about the johnsons uh 
uh, let me get the right name for it for anyone who would uh, <laughs> who who would get into it. The strange thing ab ab about the Johnson that makes more sense for uh, me. <laughs> yeah, and and that one and and that one was was really great because it's just kind of like it's it's less horror and more suspense kind of uh weirdy yeah it's it's you know google's qualifying it as a indie drama you know um and it's it's so like i'm probably gonna watch it again after uh after this but it, it caused so much drama because like they it's this black family that's going through this this situation i don't want to spoil anything so i'll say situation and they're like oh why would you do the black family and for the first time ever i heard someone say uh we just picked the best actors for the role and it wasn't wow. exclusionary <laughs> to people of color it was actually used to support people of color that is something that's usually used to explain why you uh whitewashed a character mm, right. but instead all right and, and like that alone was like okay he, he's he's uh Ari, you're good in my book so well it sounds like you're a big ari osterhead yeah i'm i i am i'm deep in the osterverse <laughs> john what's your history with midsommar uh, i mean i saw it last year when it came out and thought it was great uh, this is only the second time i've seen it though did but, you think it was great john that is not okay. my memory here's the truth comes out no i i was trying to remember this because i know that there was a set here's what i think the differences that we had was a lot of people were like when when it came to the boyfriend jack rayner uh christian people were like good for him. he got what he deserved and my sense and my feeling was always like no he didn't yeah he was a putz but he didn't do anything so bad that you're like you deserve to get burned alive in a bear costume and so i think where we differed and argue was not in the quality of the movie but just whether someone got their comeuppance or if justice was served at the end of this movie so you like Midsommar is what I'm hearing. I do like Midsommar. How okay. about you, Mark? What's your history with Midsommar? Well, I loved Hereditary. I ended up seeing it in theaters like four times. Well, two of those times were because I promised two different people I'd see it in the theater with them and then I couldn't coordinate at the same time. Anyway, so I loved <laughs> gotcha. Hereditary. So I had, I saw Midsommar like really high expectations. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, it didn't hit me like Hereditary. Was my first initial thought, but then I didn't uh -huh. stop thinking about it for months. Like some of the images in this movie are just like they sear into your brain. So in mm -hmm. the end, so last time I watched it, I also got um, the director's cut from A twenty four. Not to brag, the three hour <laughs> version is what I watched yesterday. Wow, which makes how Christian was it? Uh, it's good. It's nothing like radically. I see why they cut out the stuff, but it does just also make Christian look even more like a putz. There's another scene uh -huh. where he gaslights Danny and all that stuff. Um, gotcha. So I think it's incredible, and I will at this point watch anything Ari Aster does. So Ify, as you may or may not know, we are looking for the gayest movie ever. So we have a very complex <laughs> and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge these movies. So we're going to go through a ton of categories. Okay. And we're all going to give, for the first uh, group of categories, um, we're all going to score 0 to 100, then we take the average. And then at a certain point, you are going to add a category, and it will be added, added to, to the, the wheel. wheel. <laughs> which is a thing you'll understand when we get to it. So you got to add a category at some point that we could use to judge Midsommar and future movies to see how gay they are okay but it. this is our current i'm just going to give you our current top five horror movies for the gayest these are our gayest horror movies so far okay 
So, uh, with a 50.78% Berserk, which is this Joan Crawford movie. I didn't care for it. John liked it. Uh, next, 51.85% Sleepaway Camp, 53.32% Scream, 64.92% Ginger Snaps, and our highest rated horror movie, just not counting Little Shop of Horror, it's not truly a horror movie, is with a 71.84% Interview with the Vampire. Ooh, okay, yeah. So if you had to guess, where do you think Midsommar is going to end up before we actually start scoring? Ooh, I mean, like, I feel like this is going to be a low-ranking one. I did, not, I did not know that coming in. I would have tried to find a gayer movie. <laughs> but this is a movie that sitters around heterosexual problems. How dare you? hundred percent. I was going to say relationships, <laughs> just heterosexual problems in general. Just... Right. Well, let's find out. So this is our first group of categories are the canon categories. So these are the essential categories. So the first category on a scale of zero to 100, how would you rate Midsommar for actual gay characters? Ooh, I don't think there's anybody gay in this. Oh, I, I, John Maybe the has guy, made a motion. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> like, well, I mean, I was trying to be made. like, I mean, we're in a cult, so there's always got, so there's always some weird, <laughs> not, not, you know, like shenanigans going down. Yeah. I'm sure like some of the women, especially like in that big, like ladies, like, oh yeah, not, that, that definitely orgy, had, but that like sort yeah. of fuck circle. I'm sure there was yeah. like some sort of like same sex sexual energy happening there. But yeah, there's no one. This is one of the few also matriarchal cults. Like normally cults we see are patriarchal. But I didn't, maybe the guy who was so upset when uh, the one kid, Will Poulter, peed on the tree, the ancestral tree, maybe like, he seems a little fussy. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Right. And also, wasn't he one of the two in the barn at the very end? He did. Didn't he He sort of make eyes at the other one? Well, I don't think that was a necessarily a romantic moment, but more like, well, we're both well, decided I mean, to die that, together. Yeah, but I mean, at that moment, you might as well be like, well, are we going to So you would this? give him points for being a flaming queen. Sure, why not? <laughs> but uh, yeah, but we're, we're really, we're really uh, stretching to go there. We are but really I think that's, stretching. Yeah. That's kind of where we're at for that. So um, do you want me to go first for a scale of one to 10? Zero to 100. Or excuse me, one, zero to 100. I'll give it 10 for that, just because I feel like- there's got to be some, there's some, something's going on there. If this was a mini series, we'd have learned some more. Um, yeah, there's really, I'm going to give it a five out of a hundred. Pretty low. Ify, what are you going to give Midsommar for actual gay characters? Yeah, I, 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 I'm like going, I like literally have p- picked up the cast re- looking through. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I will say, oh man, if, if it weren't for, you know, um, for Mark's death, where he's going to try and bang a lady, he would have yes. been my pick as a man because Will Poulter, sure. you know, mm-hmm. looking good. You know, <laughs> <laughs> is that more wishful thinking on your part? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I have to, in my heart of hearts, give it a zero on there. Fair enough. Like, yeah, yeah. Fair. Just no look. Almost because it feels like this cult feels like a cult that would punish you for being gay. Right. I mean, like, there's very Probably. few, I think, pro-gay religious cults. Yeah, like, because this one is, you know, uh, no angry letters for this one. Uh, but this this one is, like, feels like walking on that Mormon line because it's all about procreating. <laughs> yes. And, yes. like, you have to. Uh, and it's this image of the deformed child, and I need to get off this page. It's making me feel weird. Yeah. Uh, 
I guess the only gay cult would be like uh, Britney Spears fans, maybe. Sure. sure. <laughs> Work the world tour. <laughs> Work the world. All right. Our next category on a scale of zero to 100. What would you give Midsommar for drag queen inspiration? Could a drag queen okay. watch Midsommar okay. and come up with a whole book of ideas? Oh, man. I think uh, so. There's a lot oh, of yeah. books in this oh, yeah. movie. The, the flower crowns alone, the dance scene, I could see mm -hmm. a full like camp dance number based off of that weird folk dance number. That would be way better than the actual movie, to be honest. Put a little disco beat underneath yeah. them, sure. You know, I'd love to see, what is it called? The 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 Blood Eagle, like, you know, some good Blood oh. Eagle inspired <laughs> Sure, with someone outside of themselves. Yeah. Also, there's something, I do think there's at least like five distinct things, looks you could pull from this that you know would be from it. So you got the bear suit. Yeah, obviously there's sure. also the look of the sister with the hose duct taped to her face yeah that could be a look okay i mean the guy with the sure. fringe mask tree branch arms all those gold robes at the end oh yeah mm -hmm. those all feel very and finally that giant flower right dress definitely. robe consuming thing um yeah yeah, I think I think there's I think I agree, I, but I still think they all the looks all sort of feel like the same world. It's not like there's a lot of totally varied looks, but I do think there's a lot. But I did also in my googling found that someone edited together footage from the movie of the of the uh, people, the old people falling and jumping with yes. uh, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race judges reacting to stuff, and it was very funny. So that sort of inspired drag like a death queen. drop. Exactly. Yes, people like losing their minds on that. So I want to give it some points for that. I want to give a so shout out. So you're saying the that. movie should have created different worlds? I'm not saying they should have. I'm just saying like because like all, it's like all from the same cult. It's not like there's the cult look, there's the the nightclub look, there's the like you know like rodeo look. It's all sort of like in the, within the same world. Well, the one the guy part. had the fringe mask like Orville Peck. That's a rodeo look. Yeah. True. <laughs> That's right. So you're right. I, I stand corrected. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's a iffy. Do you want us to go first, or do you want to go? Are you more comfortable? It's up to you. Yeah, yeah. I, look, I can go go first in this one. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've been I doing like the all confidence. the research. Uh, yeah, That's right. Yeah. Uh, for this one, for me, I would say, it, and this is this is I. All these are based in the the bottle of time that we're in now. Sure. Absolutely. Understood. Yeah. I, I would definitely give it an 80. On that 80. One. Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like Midsummer is very on the pop culture zeitgeist right yes. now. So sure. not only would it be like a fun, you know, adventure coming up with, you know, outfits for this, but you would do it and people would be like, oh, they're doing the Midsummer. <laughs> <Man>. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a great, like a drag brunch, you know, yeah. sunny oh, yeah. outside. Yeah. Also, I do think, go ahead. Oh, no. I was going to say, also, I have, like, friends who do, like, monster drag. Have you right, heard yeah. Of, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and so, like, seeing that, I was like, oh, and there's even more you can go when you do the monster drag yeah. stuff. So it's, there's just <laughs> element in different drag sul subcultures, too. And I think the versatility in that. Absolutely. John, what are you going to give it? I'll give it, uh, I'll give it a 73. 73! Higher than I thought you were going to do. Uh, I'm going to go, I think I'm also going to go 80. I think there's a lot in here. I think it's a hoot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm locked in. <laughs> All right. Our next category on a scale of 0 to 100, gay icons. How would you rate the gay icons of Midsummer? Are there any gay icons? Mm. I would say I had a few. 
Okay. I do think there is something, there is a, a, a 24, the production company is kind of, it's not share by any means, but I do think sure. they do have like a fandom around them. And um, okay. I think they do have a lot of gay fans. There's even like an A24 aesthetic to everything. Okay. So I think what there would is... you say like their gayest movie as a, like do they themselves have movies that are like, oh, that's a gay movie? I don't know off the top of my head, probably. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I do think they are like one of the, like, they're known, they're like the cool movie studio right now. Sure. Mm. Do we think oh, yeah. Florence Pugh is a gay icon? Mm. I think she's, She's like doing the Ascendant. work, but I think like, yeah, oh, yeah, early. she's not, she's not there yet. A lot could happen. She could be like a tragic gay icon. She could be like a more like, well, let's hope not. Uh, you know, like, you know, I don't wish that upon her, but like there's, but she's like, she's building the resume. Yeah. What about the woman who pushes on Christian's butt in the sex scene? <laughs> gay icon? <laughs> I mean... When you call her the woman who did something and then just list what she have did. Have you I'm forgotten that, that like, woman? I have not forgotten that woman, but it's like, if we don't know her name. If all Why do we you need to know her name? Like, well, to Clint be an icon? Made, I think it's an icon, yes. Uh, Clint Eastwood, the man with no name, he was an icon, is he not? We don't know his name. But you refer to him as Clint Eastwood. Well, I did, she's done one movie. <laughs> okay. So I'm saying she had a great moment, but I wouldn't call it iconic. Or like does I that think make that her an moment icon? Is it's an iconic, iconic moment, but is she an icon? She has that cute moment. smile afterwards. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, interesting. You could throw some points for that. I'm just thinking. Do you have anything strike you as gay icons, Ify? Uh no, don't like I said, this is this very heterosexual the whole yes. not even Will Poulter. The, the whole, yeah, yeah not even Will Poulter because he was trying so hard to bang someone. Like all the men <laughs> except for the one black dude wanted so hard to try and fuck another woman. And the and, yeah. and all the black dude wanted was good grades and he yes. punished. Well, is he, it he possible was, did we sleep is well is it possible that William Jackson Harper's character was gay? That was gonna be my 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 guess because he was the only one so not interested in any of the like weird sex flaunting mm. in front of him. But then you know, yeah. But he was also like a jerk. Like he also wasn't like cool to Dan. You know what I mean? He was yeah, also yeah. like very dismissive and rude. Oh yeah, no. These these were Wait. these. I think, and here's why. I think uh, everyone sided with Florence. John is because we had this movie <laughs> where every male opposite the woman was just gaslighting her the yes. whole time <laughs> and so so every woman who watched it was like oh yeah let them burn literally yeah. uh, uh because it was it was real weird it was like not weird but it was like very interesting when like all of them were like oh she's just tripping again and then and also like the energy of the one who was part of the cult was such like that premium fuck boy snake friend energy of being like oh yeah they all crazy look i have I, I, I yes back. do you need anything <laughs> like oh look, you're just trying to get in her ass too like you ain't better <laughs> in the end she is not well off she's gonna end up fucking that guy who doesn't really care about her you know but she's got her sisterhood yeah she has yeah. her she had yeah, her emotions validated yeah. and now she can't wait to, to push on another man's butt to <laughs> bang one of them <laughs> <laughs> like who so, trades that off who gets the duty of pushing the butt i mean the booty duty yeah um maybe it's like uh you have to, maybe that's a 
the seniority. Yeah, she's been there yeah. the long. She's put in the time. She knows the rhythms. Also, I feel like that like, is. I'm jumping off a cliff next year. I'm touching some booty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I because I feel like when you join that cult, like in your your, it's definitely a 20s thing where you're like, oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna live forever. Sure. Oh yeah, I have to die when I'm old. Good. I'm gonna want to die. And then those days coming up to your, your, your when you're old, you're like, ah oh, shit, I didn't think this out. <laughs> oh, I should have gone to Florida off onto a rock <laughs> and then they're gonna crunch my head oh why did he go feet first that yeah. idiot <laughs> I know <laughs> I feel like that's like a last second no 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 so what do you want to give uh, Midsummer for gay icons if he give zero no zero yeah for, for 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 a title such as gay icons it needs to be someone who I'm like boom boom <laughs> like if we were doing Colorado space, I'd probably say Nick Cage just because of that outfit he wore to the premiere. I do That's not just... know if he's a gay icon though. <laughs> he's an icon, but I don't know if I say he's a gay icon. All right, well, I'm gonna show you this outfit and I want your thoughts. <laughs> I'm uh, sure it's crazy. It's probably like purple snakeskin or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's Nicholas Cage. John, what are you gonna give it for a gay icon? I'll give it a 10 for the potential of Pew. For the Pew potential. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give it a five for Gay Icon. Uh, all right. The next category, the male gaze. How horny is the camera for the male form? Mm. Well, we do see. Yeah, I was going to say see all that, of it. <laughs> that sex scene was you could tell it was Ari Aster not trying to do like 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 the thing where it's like just only looking at the lady banging like you get a lot of ass a lot of ass yeah. a lot of his yeah. gyrations in that mm-hmm. you know mostly so. his ass you see yeah. actual yeah. penis twice yeah <laughs> you don't really get to see that um i just looked at the photo you sent he de- definitely looks like some sort of uh cruising in vegas <laughs> kind of look <laughs> i'll share it with our on our social media yeah yeah people, people will enjoy it <laughs> people will enjoy it um, I mean, you do. As also, I read the actor Jack Raynor is his decision to go full frontal. It was not in the script. Really, but he said in these oh. horror movies, you always see like the last, you know, the final girl. Yeah, he always mm-hmm. ends up. They always end up like their top off. It's such a trope of horror movies to have like a victim running around with the top. He said, so it's only fair that he does the same. Oh yeah, I love sure. the. But also, the, if you look like him, is this yeah, that, that was my body. I'd be like, you know what? Let's let's get someone professionally <laughs> to record this for all time. Yeah, yeah. I know that's the thing is like you have to be so confident in your dick to be like, I I just had to, you know, and to be fair, <laughs> right. show my because I'm dick. such a good guy. Yeah, it was not a problem. No, <laughs> and I don't think anybody was complaining. Oh yeah, I can't imagine. There are there are also a lot of males gazing in this movie. Mm-hmm. A lot of people looking up at a cliff. A lot of scenes True. of that. I will um, say, even though like I don't think overall the camera was like horny for the dudes. No. Like I don't think it like really. Um, but Jack Rayner's t-shirts did always fit very well. Like even in the scenes when he was wearing clothes, like his t-shirts were always like perfect. So I'm like, if, if it if it wasn't the camera, at least the wardrobe person was very much uh, looking out. You don't think he was kind of like slouching through some of I, like his posture was like kind of I like- I think it was like, it was a misdirect. I think oh, it really was. It I like, see. <laughs> looked hotter than you thought it would be, which made it even hotter, but it was actually hot. Sure. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, so what do you want to give uh, Midsommar for the male gaze? Uh, I'd say I, I was with with that good plump round 
ass. <laughs> you get a lot of ass. You know, uh, I I was going to rank it pretty high, but the fact that he was so horny for that to happen to him, <laughs> I got to take it back, you know, because now now, now, we're, now you're, you've taken the power from the It's almost like a Louis C.K. situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you've, you've, you've thrown it on us. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't go for it. So I'm going to say 35. 35. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go 60. 60. Pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm going to go 65 just because it's so rare to actually see penis in a movie. Oh, yeah. Actual real live penis. All right. <laughs> Next category. Entrances with pizzazz. What would you rate Midsommar's entrances with pizzazz? Ooh. Well, there are also the, um, the opening image of the movie is that mural that tells you the entire story of the movie. Yeah. That's the very first right. shot of the movie. Oh, 100%. Uh, I do think the prologue itself is pretty incredible. Like before mm -hmm. the opening credits start. Oh, yes. Kind of setting the table for the movie itself. The mm -hmm. commune has a great. And we, so when we see we that get to, for the first time, like with that old couple, when they first come to dinner, that's very like ceremonial. <laughs> yes. Sort of like a sort of culty pizzazz there. There's a lot of people <laughs> being carried in wagons on platforms. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, the mm. room where Christian has sex when he enters that room, that's a that's very true. striking image. If you were to enter a room that's with true. 15 naked ladies standing in a semicircle, you're like, well, this also is Harold practice? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when when she when she pre is presented after winning the contest with her nice crown and carried in, that was Right? Nice. That's yeah. true. They love a ceremonial uh, <laughs> traipsing. <laughs> There's so much traipsing in this movie. This oh, yeah. so, so, so much. <laughs> um, but beyond that, this, we're not deal this is not Beetlejuice. This is not Edward Scissorhands. Right. Yeah. This is not, boom, this Chicago. is Chicago, right. Yeah. Somehow, like, the clinical remove of the cameras, like, makes it all the more creepier, you know? Yes, I oh, agree. Yeah. So, if he, what do you want, what would you give Midsommar for entrances with pizzazz? Mm. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 65. 65, pretty high. 65, yeah. I'm gonna go 60 for all the ceremony and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, there's there's something about that to it. Uh, I'm gonna go 70. I think these are some pretty iconic. I would love to be carried on a platform. <laughs> sure. Probably works your core. Um. All right. Next category. I might do very well on this. Strident women. This movie have some strident women in it. I mean, Gunnel Fred. I mean, she was amazing. Who? Gunnel Fred. She played Siv. She was like the old woman. Oh, the grandmother. Like they call yeah. her grandmother. There's that <laughs> one woman when the two like the English tourists like freak out after the jumping. There's a shot of a woman oh, yeah. in the foreground like kind of shrugging. Yeah. Like, what is her problem? <laughs> like they just jumped off a cliff. What's the big deal? God, I, yeah. I loved her. She was great. I love grandmother making a case for the ritual suicides. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all the women that just fuck with Christian, essentially. Oh, yeah. And is the butt pusher, she's pretty strident. She's literally <laughs> telling him how to have sex. Do it. Yeah. And then Danny at the end, I mean. And there's, what's her name, uh, uh, who puts her pubes in uh in uh, christian's yes. food the love potion mm -hmm. yeah that's pretty strident right there <laughs> oh yeah she's going after what she wants yeah, she mm, but she... does she have to go about it that way is that the way to go about it that's the way she knew uh, is that so different than like tinder 
Yes, it is very different. Or you present a different image of yourself? Uh, I, I, again, uh, putting a pube in someone's food is not presenting a different image of yourself. <laughs> so oh, what man. do you think? Are there any other strident women? If uh, I think Connie was a little strident too. She was the other female. Uh, when they're saying, like, oh, there. your yeah. uh, boyfriend left without you. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That is so fucked up. Mm. So about that scene is so stressful to me. Like just the idea of being left on vacation in a weird commune somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So what would we give Midsommar for strident women? <sighs> it's a big question. I guess for me, My pick. Yes. My number. Yes. Gotcha. The number I will award this film. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can't wait. It's going to have to come out to mm. a number known as. Mm. We'll give it a 40. 40. 40. Give it a 40. I'm going to go a lot higher because I just think Gun Old Fred again, as it was just yeah. so great. Yes. Uh, I'm going to go. Gonna go 83. 83. Um, I'm gonna go 90 because throwing yourself off a cliff on your own terms, mm -hmm. pretty strident. All right, you're sure. gonna make up a lot of points here, I think. Macabre on a scale of zero to 100. How macabre is Midsommar? I think it's very macabre. Yeah, very macabre. <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably the, yeah, big, big macabre energy. <laughs> And I think like, all the creepier because it's so bright. Yes. Because yeah. it's like everyone's wearing white. There's so much sunlight. It's not like. It looks cheerful. Mm -hmm, yeah. Like if they allowed Instagram, people would be blowing it up. Oh my God. They'd want to be posing everything. Oh, there's, yeah. so, there's some gore. I see a lot of it's, smashed faces. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 We, we literally see a man's head get crunched by a giant mallet so unceremoniously you might miss it if <laughs> like it's it's not even an event that they're going to bop his head to crunch him and kill it like it's just like boop and it, and it's <laughs> uh and we've mentioned the blood eagle we've mentioned mm -hmm. yes. the deformed child yes that. um Florence Pugh has that weird nightmare that's very macabre I mean, yeah. just the opening itself. Yeah, seeing the her sister. parents, the the Ugh. the design of people who died of carbon monoxide poisoning <laughs> is so much to take in. Like that still sits with me. And also the fact that you saw them earlier, but you didn't know they were dead in that moment. Yes, is very oh creepy. Gosh. Um, I think this is one of the most macabre movies. I've seen it a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also gaslighting is pretty fucking macabre, I would say. Mm -hmm. Drinking menstrual fluid seems yeah. pretty macabre. Oh, yeah. Burning people eating, alive, eating, sacrificing people, wearing Christian hair. skin. Mm -hmm. I mean, watching people burn alive, too. It's not like it cuts away. We see no. the, men, yeah. the man start to burn. And then we, it, I think the man screaming while he burns is less chilling than watching the bear suit burning knowing that he is he he is he is drugged so that he can't that he's alive while it's him. happening yeah like like he 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 you know he's in pain but he has no way of 
screaming or anything. He has to just, just feel that pain inside. His emotions are denied just like he denied Danny's emotions. <laughs> So he got what was coming. He had it coming. You're fine with Chicago. You're fine with Chicago saying that he had it coming. But Wait, no, but you're saying he thing. denied her emotions. How did he deny her emotions? He gaslit her. He's a gaslighter all the time. You, he, you don't think he gaslit her ever? I, where do you think he gaslit her? And that like, yeah, she should come to this party with us. Yeah, and the whole I think thing, it was like, like no, it was someone. He should have broken up with her a while ago. This crazy insane have. thing happened to her, and he just handled he it should poorly. Not, he definitely did handle it very poorly. But and I don't think he deserved movie, to be burned alive. But when you're in the horror movie, those are the stakes. I mean, okay. if he didn't die at the end of this movie, I don't think we'd be talking about it. You know what I mean? If she didn't choose to have him die, I don't think any this wouldn't be. If they escaped at the end, who cares? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think she had to choose her. She had to, you know, get empowered and to choose like, no, fuck this fucker. Also, but, she also, but she didn't choose though, because they said at that thing, they said, you're drugged, you can't respond or do no, anything. No, she said she could choose him or the guy who won the lottery to die. Yeah. She chose him. Yeah. How and, did uh, she choose him? I don't remember because she was, like, was, oh, it's at the it was very all... end. She has yeah. the choice uh, of the last person who was going to be burned because they're burning all their friends. You had to do nine. And it could either be, yeah. And right. it was either going to be her, her boyfriend or someone from the commune who would do it. My only question is like, so in the world that she was like, all right, you, 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 you fucked up. You can say, does, does he get to leave or do, or is he stuck in the commune? <laughs> I don't know. They might <laughs> like they be stuck. I don't know. That. Right. I don't know if she had chosen someone else. But I was talking, I was thinking about it, you know, just looking this over and going through it. If, if there was the world where he did the quote unquote right thing, broke up with her mm -hmm. and uh and then went to the trip and he died then that probably would have just been another loss for her she would have just you know she <laughs> right. you know she would have just thought <laughs> right. he died and and went instead she got to be there a part of his death and uh, it, it <laughs> will not affect her and she had the great smile it's one of the only times she smiles in the movie she smiles when she first gets <laughs> to the commune she goes like huh and then yeah. at the very end she has a beatific <laughs> smile <laughs> So, Ify, what would you give Midsommar on a scale of 0 to 100 for Macabre? Oh, I'm giving it the 100. 100. I'm going for the full 100. Uh, I will give it 100 as well. I am yeah. also going to give it 100. Giving it 100, tying it with the Silence of the Lambs. Ooh. And kicking the teeth in of mermaids, which only has a 57 <laughs> in Macabre. All right, our next category, dramatic lighting. How dramatic is the lighting in Midsommar? Well, for the most part, it's very bright. Yeah. So, like, it's there's not like a lot of. But don't you think that has adds drama? To the drama? Yes, absolutely. Um, but I was gonna say the only time where you feel like you, to me, where I like notice like, oh, this lighting is like do is like creating a mood specifically was like when they were in that chamber with like the ancient text, like that had like like the lighting on the sure. podium where the, like the book was and like shadows around it. So that was like very like it was very like super frenzy kind of lighting in that place. <laughs> super friends. Yeah, where it's, you know, it's just like a big chamber, but like- a, The Hall a, of Justice? A, a, yes, a, a tight spotlight on like a very important book. There's also the very opening of like the police siren, red light flashing as we follow the pipes through the house. Those tubes. Yes. That looks incredible. Mm -hmm. um, the guys, I'm not sure whose apartment it is at the end when she goes to meet up with the guys at their apartment. That looks great. Also, I do think the drama of just the fact that it is so constantly bright out adds to the unsettled, unsettled, unseemliness, the creep factor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cause it's hard to know like when it is. Cause you, cause like they even talk about it. We're like, oh, it's nighttime, but it's just the lights, the sun's out. Yes. 
Um, I think that's very hard to make sunshine seem creepy. And I think they did it. Iffy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? What do you think about Midsommar and Dramatic Light? What do you want to give it? Uh, I, I think I'm going to just go ahead and rock with a low 20 on this one. 20. Because, yeah, because it's just, you, you're right, John. It's so bright. It's, it's the, it's the, and I think that's kind of like the beauty of it is it's a horror movie that's so bright where most mm-hmm. horror movies try and keep you in the dark. Uh, but yeah, because of that, there it really isn't dramatic lighting. We're seeing everything as it comes, you know. But sorry to the lighting staff. I know there were actual <laughs> really lighting hard. and worked hard. But I mean, if we're talking about like dramatic lighting in the sense of, you know, movie, you know, in in, in the feel, you know, the feel you've you achieved it. But I think if in horror dramatic lighting, you know, in the exaggerated horror right. sense, sure, uh, yeah. Uh, Giving it a twenty, John. What do you want to give it? I will give it, I'm going to give it a 55 because I do feel like there was, uh, it, I think the lighting was considered. I think that is definitely much a part of the story and, and all the creepiness of it, even though it was like a de facto, like, all right, <laughs> sun's up. Sun's up, guns out. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a 75 because I liked it that much. Give it an average of 50. All right. All right. Our next category, vibrato. How would you rate the vibrato of this movie? So in addition to literal vibrato, we also mean like anytime they give you something extra, like any take, take, they take a moment, they give it a little more, they zhuzh it up and you'll like it. So anytime they do a little more, not just literal vibrato. <laughs> but it does have literal vibrato because there's all that chanting and singing. The old man singing that deep. Yeah. <laughs> also the fact that this cult takes the time to like decorate the like dead people feels extra. Sure. Like they don't need, they could have just thrown them in a pit, you know, but they took mm-hmm. the care. To, of, they took presentation into I agree. I think like the barn where everyone sleeps, like that's very, it's like so decorated, it's so painted, it's so kitschy and a lot, right. um, but that's very vibrato. I hate that the second story of the barn, there's no like handrails. <laughs> so I would be, how do you like keep from falling off that second story balcony? That seems terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I also think like the old guy, like the fact like his, like when he jumps, like the fact, like his, when we look at his leg that was like, like, it like broken off and like twisted back, like that felt very vibrato to me. And just like, oh, it's not, it's like bad enough that he fell and didn't die. Uh, let's do this to his leg, you know, like that to me, I was like, ooh, but I liked it. Yeah. John, you sick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty boy. Yep, that's right. Um, also, like the music, he also did this with Hereditary. It makes everything, especially at the end, like mm-hmm. this is like in Hereditary. I know I wasn't supposed to, but it did feel like you felt cathartic. You felt it, the music yeah. made everything feel like a victory, like but evil. Yeah. Like, and it's kind of the same with this one too. Everything, everything, like really crescendos at the end. Like oh, um, yeah. so that felt very extra to me. So, Ify, what do you want to give Midsommar for vibrato? Mm, vibrato. Vibrato. Oh, vibrato. I'd say, I'd say a 70. 70. Yeah, I could go, I'm going to go a little higher than that because I also think like, uh, what's his name, Mark? Like he was pretty vibrato yeah. um, in a way that was like fun. Uh, like it was fun thinking he was a jerk. Um, so I'm going to give it 85. Ooh. 85. Pretty vibrato. The John, surprisingly high, considering you hate this movie. <laughs> I don't hate this movie. 
Stop um, rewriting history. I'm going to give it an 80. It is crazy, like how this movie and also Hereditary have like surprisingly like funny moments. Like they're mm-hmm. like funny, but also this dread at the same time. Uh, it's such a weird tone. Yeah. All right, next category. There's only a few more left in the canon categories. Don't Ooh. you worry. Um, this one is footwork. How would you rate the footwork of Midsommar? Oh, well, you know. As we said, there's a lot. There's a ton of it. The Maypole yeah, dance, the May, co- a dance the, competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got the May Queen dance competition. That's kind of the big one. They were running around in chains a lot, like just mm-hmm. walk, like running the around, holding hands. Also, Those girls walking backwards as they picked up flowers. That was mm-hmm. weird. Also, that guy's fucked up leg, this fucked up foot. That was footwork. Oh yeah. If that's not <laughs> footwork, what is? Jumping off a cliff sure. feet first. Yeah. Yeah. Once she, once Florence Pugh became like the May Queen, all those girls like pulled her in a carriage, like they were horses. That's right. It's <laughs> a lot of footwork there. Yeah, it's a lot of footwork in this movie. Surprisingly, could it be a musical, John? You think? Uh, I think it could, but wow, grim, <laughs> pretty grim. Well, you have how the people man- fall. How do you maintain the- that tone with an intermission? Yeah. Well, that's when the people jump off the cliff. It's like the chandelier and phantom, you know, the people jumping off the Very cliff. Very slow. They swing over the audience. Kids <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Well, I'll work on it. It's definitely the turn where the choice is. That's every good act break right there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Ify, for footwork? Oh, man. Uh, I mean, that May Queen scene, the, the choreography, the suspense. The excitement. Yeah. I mean, it's literally in like intertwined with the plot. It's not just yeah. decoration. Yeah. On that, that alone, I think is going to boost it up, especially in comparison to most horror movies. That's true. Give it an 80. Mm-hmm. 80? 80, 80, yeah. Yeah, I will go, uh, I'll go 86. Mm. 86. Um, I'm also going to go 80 because it is that maple dance is pretty amazing. And also, she has to stand on that platform. Pretty great. Yeah. yeah. Did your guys' school do square dancing in elementary school? We had to do learn oh, yeah. square dancing. Oh, yeah. Uh, mine's mm-hmm. did not. Yours, I just, yours did not? No, I know. I went to a uh, school in Compton, California. And they didn't oh. do square dancing? <laughs> they weren't, yeah, they weren't uh, hyped about the square dancing. Well, <laughs> your loss. <laughs> so maybe this next category will resonate more. Animal print. <laughs> Well, there's the bear suit. Is that do we consider there's the that? Bear suit. Yeah, yeah. There's also the I mark mean, suit. Mm-hmm. A guy sure. wears. We did Man, the most dangerous does, animal. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Let's, sure, sure. We cannot. We cannot uh, <laughs> completely discount that. Yeah, that he wore there. There is a skin suit at one point in this movie. If we counted it in Silence of the Lambs, we gotta count it in Midsummer. Sure it's only fair. It. Yes. Thank you for keeping us honest, Mark. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> But beyond that, it's mostly it's not a lot of animal print, surprisingly. No, <laughs> which is too bad because if, if they had because they were wearing such like uniforms, if they had just woven it in a little bit, there would have been all over it. Oh, yeah. Sure. Um, so I think it's just those two. I guess yeah, leather. Even those is are like, is it a print? I mean, it is. What is a print? What is a print? <laughs> I guess is, is a print a pattern? I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I would think so. I think it's. I don't say. I don't think it bullseye. A bear wearing a bear does not bullseye an animal print to me. Is a fur though, coat like, an animal print? Animal. Again, it's not a bullseye. It's right. something, but it's I not a it. full like straight right, right, on. Right. 
it's not like a leopard print right tuxedo. Uh, leopard print blouse yes <laughs> it's not nicholas cage's oh, yeah. uh ja leather jacket cuff at the premiere no. of colorado space <laughs> that's animal print <laughs> that's animal print <laughs> so i think we just got the bear suit and the mark suit yeah yeah so i'm gonna he... go 20 20 mm. Yeah, I think I'm gonna ride that twenty wave with you. Twenty, <laughs> okay. I'm riding that twenty wave. Uh, I'm also gonna give a twenty. Yeah. And then this is the last of the canon categories. If he, on a scale of zero to hundred, how likely are you to recommend Midsummer to a gay person? <laughs> uh, I, I think it's it's still gonna be a hundred for me. Really? Uh, it's still gonna be okay. 100. Yeah. So if I told you, if I haven't seen Midsommar, you would say, you gotta see it. Yeah, I'd say, you gotta check it out. <laughs> but I also haven't seen Yentl. Oh. Uh, seen well, I, me, me, me either. Yeah, go see. Oh, great. <laughs> double feature? <laughs> yeah, 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 double shoot, double. A hundred, pretty great. Uh, I mean, I, I agree. Like, I think it's great. I would recommend it to anyone. I would specifically recommend it to a gay person because of the male nudity. Um, okay. So... You know, because like it's the rare horror movie of like, but you get to see Jack Rayner, uh, all of him. Um, but it's not something where I'm like, girl, you've got to see Midsommar. So I'm going to give it a 90. 90. That's pretty good. I do think gays are like, because I do think we also, as gay men, are often the victim of toxic, you know, masculinity. Sure. And I think this is just a great cathartic takedown of toxic masculinity. So I think there's a lot to appeal to a gay person. So I'm going to give it a, also give it a 90. Give it an average of 93.33, which is d almost double what Mermaids has, 51.67. We put mermaids in a bear suit and lit her on fire. All right. Now we really got in, a vendetta against mermaids. Well, it was the furthest away. That had a 51.67 <laughs> and likely to recommend to gay people. All right, if you now we're into the wheel category. All right. So these are all categories that previous guests have brought in that we put on the wheel. So we're going to spin it a couple times and then that will dictate which category we judge this on. So we're going to do four of these and then you add a category. Okay. And then it's the bonus category. Ooh, okay, right. here we go. Rye smiles. Well, Ooh. I think her very last smile yeah. at the end of the movie is pretty That's rye. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the most rye, iconically <laughs> rye. An mm -hmm. iconic rye. I mean, it is like a meme. It's like a moment. Yes. Yeah. Even though you hate that moment, it's essential to the movie, John. <laughs> <laughs> the director said he wrote this in the midst of like he had just gotten out of a breakup. So this is like Yeah, it was apparently movie. originally it was just like a, a more standard classic horror movie and then he went through a breakup and this happened. I just felt I just like it her what she went through was so insane that I almost there's a part of me that's like, we've really brushed through how insane this like family murder slash sister suicide is and then i don't know i just sort of felt bad for him i guess i did not feel bad even though i also recognize that they did not handle pretty much any moment correctly or well yeah. but i still don't think anything they did was so bad that he deserved to get burned alive well people killed by jason suit. just because they have sex don't deserve to die either but we're fine with that <laughs> yeah. it's the same thing but it's like, what is your fatal flaw? In a horror oh. movie, everyone has a, their fatal flaw. And like mm. his was- I don't know. Was gaslighting his girlfriend. Gaslighting his girlfriend. Probably one of the most traumatic events in her whole life. Yeah, I'm going to go to a party, he says. You can come if you want. What the fuck? Don't go to the party. What are you thinking, you idiot? Uh, Ify, what are you going to give Midsommar for Rise Smiles? 
Oh, I, I, that one, I'm going to give a 90 for that wry 90. smile at the end. I feel like the Swedish or wherever these people are, they love a wry smile. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to give it uh, an 87. 87. Um, I'm going to go 88. Pretty right. I give an average of 88.33. All right, next category. We're going to spin that wheel. Rise Smiles from Labyrinth, I think. That is correct. Oh, Labyrinth episode. How Korean. All right. How on a scale of zero to one, how <laughs> Korean would you say Minsamar is? If he Oh, um, I'm definitely um uh, I'm definitely gonna go for zero. I think that's uh, fair. Yeah, because, you know, they have barely black people in it, and they tried to kill yeah. them as soon as possible. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know? I don't know if as soon as possible. Oh, I guess they were but, the first ones, right? Yeah. <laughs> the couple. Yep. Connie mm -hmm. and I forget the guy's oh, name. Yeah. Connie and, oh, yeah. He got played. Christian, yeah, whatever. All right. Yeah, I have to go zero as well. Me too. Zeros across the board. <laughs> For shame, Midsommar. Sorry. That's from our Parasite episode with Peter Kim. <laughs> ah. bold lip a bold lip did we clock mm. any bold lips i mean it's that's it's people are outside yeah yeah I, i'd say no bold lips no it's pretty pretty muted makeup palette and, overall yeah. a lot of a natural a nude lip yes we could say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let the lip speak for itself as it were but is there something to the bold lip of Christians being in the beer bear? I know the mouth was over mm. his head. The bear had pretty, a bear has bold lips. Do they have lips? Yeah. What do you call those? Do dogs have lips? Dogs like mm. have flaps they have over mouths. their gums. But I wouldn't call them lips. <laughs> That's a deep question. You got some yeah, so bold lip. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't clock any. I'll give it five for the bear. Five for the bear, which is the same thing you say last time we went to the Eagle. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that bartender paid attention to us the rest of that <laughs> night. See, I was right. right. <laughs> I'm also going to give it a, I'll give it a five as well for the bear. <laughs> Ify, what do you want to give Midsommar for a bold lip? Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to give it a zero. Zero. Tough but zero. fair. All right. This is the last of the wheel categories. Yeah. <laughs> real bodies. Real bodies. How is this movie for representing real bodies? I mean, I mean, you got that circle oh of women. God. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They, all, they, 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 yes. That was definitely an all titties matter situation. Like they, didn't, <laughs> you know, they didn't just try and prop up the best, you know, most accepted titties in Hollywood. These were titties of all ages. I was real blown away. Uh, real blown away. That does seem to be one of Ari Aster's like uh, tropes. Because in the end of Predator, <laughs> there's a lot of naked people, you know, real oh, bodies yeah. as well, uh -huh. too. Yeah, he's he's just like shocked. I'm just trying to show this is reality, body. man. Yeah, this is this is it. You want to look away? This is the real world. These are real titties. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Open your eyes to the real ones. I mean, I guess who are the people who would be offended by that? Only like supermodels or people who never yeah. see that kind of thing. I see a real body every time I get out of the shower. This is not shocking <laughs> to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So what would we give real uh, Midsommar for real bodies? I mean, just oh. the sheer number of them alone. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, straight up a, hun- a hundo for me. A hundred. I'm going to go 95 because uh, what's his name's body is not Jack Raynor kind of takes Jack Raynor, yeah. <laughs> but I what think- a way to dig a category. I mean, uh, I'm also going to give it 100 because I think just the sheer amount of them. All right, Ify, the time has come for you to add a category that we could use to judge Midsommar and every other movie afterwards to judge how gay they are. All right. I would say, even though musicals are for everyone, it's true. Yeah. I will say, potential for musical. That is going to be my <laughs> musical potential. Okay. Musical, musical potential. potential. I yeah. think that's fun. That's a great one. Yeah. Uh, um, so what would you give Midsommar? Oh, I'd say I'd give it a nice 85. For the, 85. For the, for the May Queen scene, I think an opening number doing the prologue would just be a nice song and dance. Mm-hmm. I think all of the screams, all the scenes where they are mocking like the, the, the kind of panic attack post-sex scene, that would be a beautiful dance number. The dance number at the end as the hut burns, yes. you know, all of that. Sure. You could do, if I was still writing sketches, you could do like a real fun, like Belle from Beauty of the Beast parody walking through the commune, you know? Yeah. Sure. There goes the lady with her big white hammer, you know? <laughs> yeah. That kind of, it writes itself. Oh, uh, uh, why aren't you still writing <laughs> sketch comedy? You know, yeah. it doesn't exist anymore. True. Um, so, John, what would you give Midsommar? Also, would you consider an opera under that? Because, you know, maybe this is better for opera, maybe? I an was thinking it musical. could be an opera. Yeah, I mean, the, the, you can, it can get fuzzy because you have through sung musicals. Um, I think it could work as an opera. I also think it could work as like a modern dance piece. I think there's a lot of like sure. musical potential. So I'm going to say, and actually maybe that might get us more like, sometimes the, what you can do with a musical, you can just flesh out what's going on inside a character's mind. So that might be helpful in some cases. So I'm going to rate it, uh, say 92. 92. Um, I'm going to split the difference and do 88. For an average of 88.33. I think this would be a fun. Also, it could just be said at the commune. Musicals love a single location, do they not? Some do. Some do. West Side Story. It's all at the West Side. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. That is not true. Okay. <laughs> all right, Ify. Now we are into the bonus categories. Oh, yeah. So, so these we're all going to rate on a zero on a on a scale of zero to ten, and so these are just bonus. So if you give it a zero, it's not going to get penalized in okay. the in the long run. It's just bonus extra. Uh, Got bonus. it. Don't worry. We are more than halfway done. Don't you worry. Don't worry. <laughs> no, no, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm I'm just doing getting more. Info. Okay, great. <laughs> all right. So the first one, makeover montage. How would you rate Midsummer in terms of a makeover montage? Oh, that's going to be an eight for uh, Danny, her May Queen glow up. She Thank you so much. She does. I have started yeah. thinking about this category. Maybe I've been thinking like, maybe I've been too hard on the. Maybe I should start splitting the difference oh. of like, there's makeovers, but there's also montage. But so it's not necessarily zero, but she definitely does get a glow up, as you said. Yeah. So a makeover does happen, not so much a montage. There is a montage in the director's cut where she's driving in the car with the guys and they're all just saying the most like grow talking about women in the most disgusting ways. Oh, so that part's okay. really fun. Um, <laughs> and her montage is she falls asleep. Her makeover. <laughs> so if you're giving an eight, 8.5, did you say? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say 8.5. Oh, okay. I'll go that. 
Uh, I'll give it a two for that. Two. Um, mm. I think I'm also going to give it a two. Just because it is a makeover, but I don't think it was done in a montage. Uh-huh. All right. Our next category, cheerworthy cameos. Was there any cameo where you said, hey, mm-hmm. there's the only thing I know <laughs> of. You do when Danny is crowned the May Queen and she's raised up onto that platform. Uh-huh. You, there's an image of the sister in the trees behind her. Right. Where you see like her eyes with the tube. Atta- it's really unsettling. Mm-hmm. So that one is one where you go like, hey, there's the sister in the trees with the <laughs> hey, tube taped to her mouth. But we've seen mm-hmm. her earlier, so that's two scenes, so she would technically not be a cameo anymore. But I don't think it's nice. I'm not saying it's a 10, but it's something, <laughs> I think. like She cameos gotcha. later, you know what I mean? Okay, sure, sure. Uh, here's what I wrote. No, there weren't, but I did keep thinking I was seeing David Spade. <laughs> sure. Who was like, David? Whenever there was like a crowd scene, I just thought like one of those guys was David Spade for some reason. <laughs> Makes sense. That was that was as close as I got to a cheer where the camera. And you cheered every time you thought you saw David Spade. <laughs> I didn't. Again, it's not a ten. I just went, "Hey, is that?" Um, but how funny would it be if he just was randomly an extra in this movie? Very funny, hilarious. Also, something cameo-ish about that opening. Um, all the murals. Like, there's another mural that shows how like the love potion works. Like the camera passes oh, yeah. by like a tapestry oh, right. that's being oh, yeah. out to dry. Yeah, I'm coming back up for air because of course this whole time we've been talking, I've there's a Midsomar subreddit and <laughs> apparently uh there's a scene so do y'all want to know how Connie died even though they never show it in the movie? Sure. Apparently it's a deleted scene where Connie and Danny <laughs> you're shaking so you knew this. It was already. in the director's cut. Yeah, I oh, so you saw the director's cut, you yes. fancy ass. Okay. Yes, so yes. yeah. Uh, did you see it, John? I did not see the director's okay. cut. Okay. So, so 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 it's only Mark who's being fancy on us. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, there was a scene where uh I guess they're going to drown a uh, a child and Dan- uh and Danny was the one who was like, "No." And Connie was kind of frozen in fear, and that was part of the ritual apparently to stop them from drowning the child. So when you see Connie's dead, she's like wet and wearing like the same kind of mail that would have held the child down, meaning that she probably took the place of the child. Yeah. So weird. <laughs> what did she do that was so wrong that she needed to be killed? They need to kill nine people. That's like the yeah, festival. Yeah, yeah. There were the four of them were going to die no matter what. Four and strangers you, and then like yeah, yeah. When you do the math, so you got the <laughs> the, the friend. Right, but you're saying that like people needed everyone. We need to be glad that they're killed or that they die. No, it seems like they'd find some type of way to uh, kill them, but they they're going to die either way. <laughs> like like there's, yeah, okay. there's 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 no. <laughs> like way like one of the questions on the form was like why did they do the blood eagle to simon who didn't do anything instead of mark who pissed on the ancestral thing and that's how i found out it was it was real i'm like y'all are so deep in this movie like (laughs) oh yeah like like it's because you know like if you use reddit it's it's usually for a whole subculture like there's horror subreddits film gunpla for like it seems so narrow to do it for a specific movie that isn't a franchise like right like that's (laughs) so much effort like you're gonna be grasping at straws they're already in 2020 just begging for content someone posted a tiktok of someone referencing midsummer i'm like oh we're getting to the bottom of the barrel are we <laughs> i do think this movie is like the an iconic horror movie you know what oh, i mean yeah, i think it's like definitely. a cult classic 100 percent. Yeah. yeah and it's all because the boyfriend dies at the end and we love that right john <laughs> yeah i'm so i'm so we'll curious see. 
But I do have like questions because if you think about it, okay, the the brother, um, his his brother brought two people, and then uh, and then uh, what, what was the Pele, 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 yeah, Pele brought Christian, Josh, Mark, uh, and then Danny, and, and, Danny, and, and, and then Danny accidentally, but he was going to bring three. Yes, that means that between him and his brother, they would have brought five outsiders. Yeah. So what was the what was the so you know like that makes like what was the plan there? Well, because those two guys volunteer also. Which one? The two guys in their gold robes, like when they take the drugs, like you will feel no pain. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because those, those, are four, those are the yes. those are the four communes. So yeah. So they said they needed to do four outsiders because they said for the sacrifice they needed four. Um. Oh, I I think I know what it is now because they they said for the um. It was a setup all along. Watch. So they get four <laughs> outsiders, uh-huh. four, and it has to be four people from the village. Mm-hmm. And then you get, uh, and then the May Queen votes for one. So yeah. that means that extra one was probably just a backup so the May Queen can vote for another outsider, like a pure asshole. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, if we're going to sacrifice people, might as well be out. Start with the outsiders. Yeah. Or in this case, the May Queen might have just been like, oh, we're going to save Christian because his girlfriend isn't here and he, we used him for his sperm and we're going to kill <laughs> Todd because he's weird. Right? You got to kill True. weird Todd. Or if someone else was the May Queen, maybe they could have, uh, uh, what's her name? Danny could have been the one. The yeah. So Ify, what do you want to give Midsommar for <laughs> cheerworthy cameos? Oh, man. Um, cheerworthy cameo. I'm going to say a zero. Zero. Yeah, there weren't, there wasn't anyone, you know, like maybe if, you know, Donald, you know, Danny Glover popped out of the hut and was like, oh, I'm in the wrong place. I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or he says that before he jumps to his death. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're too old for this shit. Bye. John, what do you I'll give it there? a I'll give it a point five for point five. For continually thinking I'm seeing David Spade. Um, oops, I'm going to give it a three for the sister in the trees. All right, look it up. It's creepy. All right, <laughs> our next category: pool trouble. Mm. Well, the one girl was apparently drowned. Connie in that wheelbarrow, looking bloated, implying she had drowned. Okay, that's. Something. That's something. Yeah. Um, but beyond, there's not a lot of pools in this movie. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a lot of pools. They don't all. seem to have a gym at this commune. No. <laughs> and what's They're the doing toilet all that prancing. They don't need to. <laughs> yeah. How do they bleach their clothes? I know. They, they definitely get it very white. So what would we give this for pool trouble? Hmm. I will give it a two. A two? A two. For, For Connie for the, being bloated. She was drowned. We don't see it. Uh, but all right, yeah, I'll, yeah, give yeah. It a, I'll give it a it one for It implies there was a... Okay. Yeah. The implication, implication of pool trouble. Of pool trouble. Sure. Yeah, I'm going to give a... I'm going I'm to go with a zero. I'm going to go zero. A zero. Right. Tough but yeah. fair. You're consistent. <laughs> all right, Mike, <laughs> make up some points with this category. Witches. How witchy is Midsommar? Oh, this it's is good. pretty witchy. Pretty damn witchy. Yeah, yeah. It's almost a lot of like if Glinda the Good Witch was like really fucked up or yeah, strict. Yeah, like definitely. 
<laughs> yeah, like new agey. But there's like the fact age. that like the coveny of the women are there to for her to get impregnated. Yes. They use a lot of mortal and pestle, which is very witchy. Yes. Uh, and I think like just like uh, what's her name, Maha, just like trying to get like use her to cast a spell and like make <laughs> trick her, uh, you know, stuff. Uh, that's very witchy. Yeah. Also, just when someone's body's displayed with trees out of the arms feels witchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, burning you know? at the stake. It's just burning. The, that's happened. the OG witch. The OG witch thing. <laughs> the OG witch thing. Um, so what do you want to give this for witchy? If he, uh, yeah, I'd give I'd give it an eight because I definitely it's definitely like I'd say more like grounded witch stuff. Where like mm-hmm. I could see this being a real witchy cult that you know, you know maybe aren't doing spells but definitely are murdering. Oh, this yeah. cult seems better than the Nexium cult though. Like if you had to choose yeah. which one to be in, oh, yeah. you gotta go with the yeah. Nexium. Oh yeah, because armor. especially there is a period in time in which you're gonna jump off a cliff before you have to worry about this at all. Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you you get there in there. John, what do you want to give it for witches? I'm gonna go nine for witches. Nine. Um, I'm gonna go ten for witches. I think it's pretty witchy. Mm-hmm. Give an average of nine, which is the highest in this category. Yeah. All right. Next category. This one might be tough. Gay actors playing gay roles. Mm. Well, there are no gay we roles. Don't know. In yes. This yes. Movie, so, so I think we gotta go zero. Zero. If you find was it, are you giving it a zero? Oh yeah, that's a, you know I'm straight up zero. You know I'm sorry. <laughs> I appreciate that. All right, this next category: themes of mothers. Well, there's a big maternal. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's the almost overall. Anytime you have fertility involved, seems very mothery. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's just a lot of caretaking happening in this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of emotional validation. Seeing your mother, she sees her. Oh, there's also the chair where they came in which she sees her dead mother walking right yeah. by her after she's right. found the May Queen. That's kind of a cameo, huh? Yeah. Sort of, yeah. Um, I think this is very, I'm trying to think of another, I'm sure there are other horror movies that deal with mothers. Mm-hmm. There's Mother. Um, <laughs> uh, I think that, yeah, the Nightmare on Elm Street ones, I think do with it more. This one, I feel like it's it's like the cult is maternal, but there's not really a lot about like, this is what it is to be a mother. You know what I mean? Like motherhood itself doesn't seem to be a big theme in and of itself with the characters. Sure. But in I a, I don't know. I think the whole thing about fertility and like life cycles and I don't know the whole the energy of the mm-hmm. and their rituals seem very you know about placing motherhood front and center. And there's also the scene where we see the woman get impregnated. Right, that's a whole sure. thing. That's true. That's a whole thing with a butt toucher. You're right. There's a whole lot of themes of mother going on here. Ify, what would you give this for themes of mothers on zero to ten? Mm, I'd I'd give it a f- a four because yeah I I I will yeah it's true it's more sisterhood than motherhood but I do think Siv plays this nice mother role throughout the whole film. Mm-hmm. All right, sure. yeah. you've convinced me. I'm bumping it up to three. John, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go five. Give her an average of four. All right, next category: dramatic smoking. Well, there's the gassing at the very beginning where <laughs> Terry kills her parents through yeah. dramatic. That's mm-hmm. very dramatic smoking. Sure. The most dramatic. The most. Mark vapes a lot. Um, that is true. And then, I mean, like 
there's people are set on fire, so there's smoke coming off of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is one of the first movies I can't recall like a character vaping a movie and using in a movie like how people really vape. Yeah. Right? Like it like I can't think of another movie where I saw someone vaping. I never saw blockers, so maybe it happens in that. I don't know. But this <laughs> I thought this is like a good vaping. Like this is the kind of guy who's a vapor. Yeah. Right. Big vape energy. Big vape energy. Ify, what do you think about dramatic smoking at Midsommar? Hmm. Yeah, you, I, I, you know, it would have been low. You brought up that vape. <laughs> and that is true. It does reveal so character. Bump the thing up. It's going to be a seven for me. A seven. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm going to give it a two for dramatic smoking. Two. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to give it a seven. Uh, exhaust. Whoa. <laughs> hmm. Okay. All right, and this is the last of the bonus categories. Quips. How quippy is Midsommar? There's some jokes. <laughs> sure. I wouldn't say it's not like a very quippy, like there's not it's not very quotable as a movie, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, then there aren't <laughs> there aren't any big zingers. <laughs> no. It's funny, but it's more funny in like how the characters are naturally funny, and it doesn't feel like is this, this is yeah, we're right. not in Adam's family values territory. No, here. yeah. There's that hair pie joke, but that's kind of distasteful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if he, you're a funny guy. What do you think about Midsummer for quips? <laughs> oh, it's a zero for me. A zero. Yeah, big zero. Uh, yeah, I'll go zero as well. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it a one for the toxic masculinity. <laughs> jokes <laughs> all right now we are into the iconic categories there are three of these these are kind of like umbrella overarching categories that kind of all the previous categories kind of live under these umbrellas so these are more broader categories and we're going to go back to zero to a hundred just to make things even more complicated so if you on a scale of zero to a hundred what would you give midsummer in homoeroticism Ooh. um I think I think that's going to be a one for me. A one. Yeah, what do you yeah. give it out a of a hundred? Oh, out of a hundred? Yeah. One. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because if 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 it was flipped around and the way the sisterhood was being portrayed as brotherhood, oh, that we would have been hidden hundreds of levels. <laughs> but it really does. Like, I think this is a very heavily women woman led movie, and what they're kind of going through, and the dudes are kind of there being dicks and being mad that they're accidentally eating pubes because i guess it's like that's interesting because it's like it wouldn't be on unu- you it's not unusual to see women band together and support each other on like yeah. really intimate level but right. when men do it everyone's like whoa no homo yeah. oh my <laughs> gosh yeah bro bro come on bro bro back that bro right where's that cult let my brain eat itself from the inside over here okay don't ask how i'm doing bro <laughs> exactly wait till i'm ready to jump off a ledge bro come on yeah. The not very homoerotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not at all. <laughs> John, not even what are trying think? to push it. No, it's not. But again, I got to give it some points for the end. Uh, so I'll give it a 10. A 10 Ooh. for Jack Raynor going mm-hmm. full frontal. Full um, Raynor. Raynor. I don't know. He's in a Transformers movie. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a five in homoerotic. Give an average of 5.33, which is one point lower than Silence of the Lambs. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, our next of the iconic categories, camp factor. How campy is Midsommar, Ify? Mm. 
I mean, they are at a camp. There it is <laughs> yeah, a camp. That's true. <laughs> I mean, that dance scene really starts to push the limits of camp, I feel like, personally. Mm -hmm. like, All like those they, flowers. Yeah, the flowers and the dancing. You start to push that limit. Um, but I think overall, and this is one out of 100? Yes. Correct. Zero out of 100. Uh, I, I would go 20 for camp. 20. 20. 20 for camp. Yeah, it's not very campy. It's yeah. pretty like. Yeah, like if anything, I'm giving it, it votes for camp potential, but in, in itself, yeah. yeah, not very campy. I mean, yeah, because even like the gork, it's again, like it's a little over the top in moments, like, but not a whole lot. But you know what yes. I mean? Like the leg and like the fact mm -hmm. that they like hit him more than once after with that mallet and the skull. Right. Um, yeah, I think I'll go, I'm going to go 18. 18. Well, I wrote up a list of campy things I noticed in this, so here we go. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Saying I love you in the most noncommittal way possible. Freaking <laughs> out over it being sunny at 9 p.m. A movie showing you what it looks like to take mushrooms. Making your guests sit in a highly stylized seating arrangements. A shitty boyfriend forgetting his girlfriend's birthday and their four-year anniversary. Nonchalantly <laughs> addressing the bear you keep in a cage. A foreshadowing mural. Sharing a room with a baby. Vaping. Duetting with your wife at dinner before performing a ritual double suicide watching a ritual double suicide and deciding to continue your vacation being more upset about your buddy stealing your thesis than the fact that you all just saw a ritual double suicide being <laughs> mad that you slept through the ritual double suicide dream sequences pissing on an ancestral tree winning the dance competition against all the other girls and becoming may queen catching your boyfriend participating in a ritualistic sex musical moment and having your emotions validated being a little weirded out by the woman pushing on your ass during a ritualistic sex musical moment murdering someone but taking the time to display their body really beautifully the fun bingo machine that decides who gets to take the opportunity to sacrifice themselves being forced to watch them make the bear suit you're going to die in and finally thriving once your shitty boyfriend is out of your life wow so i think it's a little camp which is part of the fun of this movie that it does have these like right. weird moments out of... there moments but then also real true you you know primal mm -hmm. dread um, so with that being said, what 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 would you rate it for a camp? Now I'm curious. I'm gonna give it a forty. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen campier. I thought it would be a little higher after all of that. But, you know. <laughs> I make these lists every week. If this is nice. <laughs> all right, finally in the iconic categories on a scale of zero to hundred, over the top wardrobe. I mean, their wardrobe outside of the commune is pretty normal yes and then i think at the commune i mean the bear suit is over the like top the bear the suit the, the flower mask, dress at the end the old robes sure um the one grandmother's hat there's, <laughs> there's a lot of like vests and like a lot of like layers and stuff but breathable <laughs> exactly <laughs> It looked like linen to me. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's a lot of over-the-top looks in here. Ify, what do you think? Oh, man, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. We got a literal gutted bear as a suit. We got a flower crown that is not just, you know, a flower crown you'd see at Coachella, but a mountain of flowers laid no. atop a human's head connecting to a chair. You got those weird, dainty Danish 
white suits that are forced to be matching with all the other women in the commune. Uh, what else we got? Um, um, yeah, I think it all starts and ends with the commune. And once, once you get one commune outfit, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, all, it's all in there. I mean, the fellas, I will say the high waist, uh, long sleeve, short uh, top <laughs> combo, that's real nice. <laughs> so real you were inspired, nice. you would say. Yeah, I, I definitely feel inspired. Uh, you know, definitely feel inspired. Maybe crop that whole top open. Okay, let it breathe. All yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Maybe get like a necklace or something. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So, what would you give this for zero to hundred for over the top wardrobe? I would say a forty-five. 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 Uh. Yeah, that sounds good to me because there's not a whole lot, but I'm going to go 55. 55. Uh, I'm going to go 70 because you have a man in a bear suit. Okay. I've never seen that before. Never? Never. Mm. Um, Give an average of 56.67, which is almost two points less than mermaids. This is devastating. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. Finally, if we were into the crown jewels, these are the last two categories. And these so these are ones we agree on completely. So it's all, it's all yes or no. There's no uh, scale at all. So we yeah. all say yes or no. Okay. So the first one, a 15% bonus for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Uh, I think we have to go no. Yeah, I think we have to go no because there isn't any. You know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. This is erasure. And I don't yes. mean the band. No. <laughs> all right. Finally. This is our very last category. Negative 50% if this is the movie Boat Trip. This is not the movie Boat Trip, so we'll not be penalized 50% of its points. All right. So we are at the end. If he, how do you think we did? How do you think Midsummer ranked? If you I had think to guess. this is going to be one of the lower ranking films. <laughs> okay. That's, that's my guess. It's going it's, it's to be a lower ranking joint. Well, I can tell you exactly how it did. Out of a total possible 2,442.81 points, Midsommar has scored 1,509.81 points, giving it an average of 61.81%, making it the 26th gayest movie ever. Not as gay as Adam's Family Values, but gayer than mermaids. Hey! <laughs> well, look at that. Look at that. Wow. Look how far we've come. Like, wow. You know? <laughs> That's sort of the perfect place for it. That's, you know, I think that is kind of where this lives. (laughs) Yeah, it fits perfectly. We did it. The the, the science you have behind these rankings, Mm -hmm. gotta say, unmatched. Thank you. No one else (laughs) is ranking other movies on how gay they are. To this detail, I don't think. If they are, we should sue them. (laughs) Well, Ify, that's it. We're done. Thank you so much for doing this. Okay, well, thanks for having me. I'm super super excited. I love mm-hmm. and right. John I hates. So happy that um, it's not true. Stop creating this false narrative. <laughs> if he is there any great movie. Is there anything you like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Oh, well, you could just follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Ify Wadiway. If you enjoy movies, if you enjoyed, you know, the the thought of coming uh coming coming at uh you know uh coming at, you know, movies from a different light i would say i would say 
check out my podcast, Who Shot You, where we go over all all movies and, you know, different voices. Uh, me, I'm a black dude, Drea, you know, Midwestern white woman, Alonzo, uh, esteemed gay film critic. So, you know, it's a, it's like the Avengers of good takes because it's not just a bunch of white dudes <laughs> in a room like most movie podcasts. You know? Well, I hate to see that. Yeah, oh. yeah. White straight dudes for, oh, for okay. posterity. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> Putting me on blast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, check that out. It's it's fun. It's good stuff. And anything I'm doing, you can keep uh, track of just by following me on any of my socials. Wonderful. And we'll, we'll be, be right back. back. We're, We're back. back. <laughs> What a fun time. I do I think Midsommar. I think a lot of gay people like Midsommar. Am I crazy? I don't think so. I think it's a great movie. I like it myself. I really wish That's you would not stop what saying I think people. It's true. Yeah. What do you think? What did you, what do you recall me not liking about it? That the boyfriend dies in the end. Which is... Yes. And like that's I just the whole feel movie. Like, that's the point of the movie. That's the whole. What would it be? Uh, what I disagree. That? I I think it's fine that he died, but to me, I was just like, I just took issue with the fact that like, oh, good, he got what he deserved. I just felt like, I don't know. To me, it was just like I don't. But think it's a movie. It's bigger bad. than you know what I mean. It's like the stakes sure. are higher. It's bigger. It's you know what I mean. Okay. Did every stormtrooper on the Death Star deserve to die? But oh, it's yeah, a movie. Okay. You know. All right. I don't know. You know what? It's hard to argue with this, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's I don't know because I also thought he was like so shitty. He sucked. He had like no redeeming features. He's just like such a. She was he like. Sucked. I guess I also thought she was just like annoying. And again, I think like what happened to her family was so crazy that to me I almost happen. felt like murder suicides sure. are a thing. I, not so stylistically done though. Ex well, yes, <laughs> not, not with such panache. Um, she had a lot of. Panache. But I, to me, I just saw like that was so insane. Like part of me was just was honestly was not root was not on her side when she was like, "Yeah, I'm going on this trip with you." It was like, "No, you should not be going on this trip, especially since it was supposed to be a long trip." Like she should have. I don't know. But she's like gone through a crazy trauma. She's looking for any sort of connection she can get. In the very beginning of the movie, you see her like going through her phone, like. It said something like could not connect, disconnect. It just did not connect. She's looking for a connection this whole time. And she's well, not that was getting to her it. sister. Yeah, I know. But like on her phone, it's like all these messages, like outgoing calls, or it says like disconnected, no connection. So like her thing is like, it, if her parents hadn't been killed on such like an operatic level, it kind of mm -hmm. makes it of a piece the rest of the movie. You know, like this is the world we're in that there are big outcomes to like, you know, repress. Sure. You know what I mean? I get, I get that. I guess just, there's a part of me that just still felt like she shouldn't have gone and she should have known better. But she did. I mean, people make poor choices sometimes. Gotcha. Like, but to me, it's still a far, it's, we're still so far away from like, good, that jerk got it. I mean, I guess like I wouldn't have done it, but I see why she did it. You know what I mean? <laughs> also, she was like drugged too, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, fuck sure, sure. Guy. Yeah, I guess so. So there we are. There we go. But I still think it's a great movie. I loved watching it. It was really fun. All the, I thought it was very smart too. Like, you know, like everything, like watching it again and knowing what happens to certain people. Like there was, a, you, it was that thing of like, oh, this all holds up, but this makes sense. And yeah, I just wish you things. liked it. I do like it. <laughs> Speaking of things we like, John. Oh yes, we like it when we hear from you guys and we got an email from one of our one of our uh, listeners who we like very much. Uh, and it is from Cheryl and it's titled Podcast. 
and uh, Cheryl says, ladies, I just discovered your podcast. Listen to the John Waters episode. So glad I found you. Uh, took me back to the days when I could hit the clubs with the girls back in the late 70s, early 80s. I've been oh, wow. a huge John Waters Divine fan since their first movie together. So I really appreciate your episode. Have you done Rocky Horror yet or considered it? Uh, great podcast. And I look forward to more. Well, wow. thank you, Cheryl. That's I wish sweet. I could go to the clubs with the girls in the late oh, 70s and the 80s. Nice? That sounds like a dream. Mm-hmm. Have We haven't done Rocky Horror. No, no one has brought it in yet, but who knows? I think have you seen Rocky Horror, well. John? Of course. Yes, I have seen Rocky Horror. Have you seen it? I've seen it once and it wasn't in like the theater setting. Oh, so you saw it like on VH1 or something? On VH1. Mm-hmm. Lots of commercials. <laughs> they showed it for a long time. It took yeah, them yeah. five hours to air the whole thing. <laughs> but that'd be a fun one to do. I don't know That's if we'd be right. doing it justice just watching it at home, you know what I mean? Because it is such like the communal experience. I agree. But it's probably worth I like the song Time Warp. And science fiction song. double feature. They're on my Halloween one, mixes. One. Sure. It's a it's a great score. Delightful musical. Um yeah, I hope someone does bring it. Maybe we don't know what we're doing next week. So maybe someone will bring it Who in. Who knows? Maybe someone will bring a Rocky Heart. Sorry. Yeah. We know it's gonna we this has been five one of five cold five cold screams. One of five, <laughs> five cold screams. So we have yes. four more to come. Four more to come. Uh, yes, if you guys want to email us, you can do so at two old queens. That's TWO old queens at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Old Queens, TWO Old Queens. Follow me on Letterboxd, where I update the rankings and you see who the guests were and where the movies are currently ranked. We also got a T Public store. You can get some yes. merch, get some stuff for Halloween, <laughs> the holidays coming up. The holidays, get your gift giving, get your mother uh, eat shit funny girl shirt. Yeah, your data, you are not the movie cruising tank top. Perfect. Yes, Daddy. And also, uh, if we got a Patreon. We got a Patreon. Yeah, to a retirement plan. Retirement plan. We're talking about uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Looking at those, trying to figure out which is the gayest one of all of those. So get on board for that. There's a lot happening in the two There's old queens. Uh, Castle, Reverse. Kingdom. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all of it. So, all yeah, it. that's it. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Connie Shin. And special thanks to Alex Arche and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.